As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial. crazy man do crazy oh man thank you everyone and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast the dna airwaves it might not be your favorite but one of your favorites hopefully i am one of two my name is doriki i'm here with my partner in crime as usual mr anthony lewis how you doing today bro good man how you doing how do you do how do you can't complain can't complain cool Looking forward to spring. I see the trees are starting to finally bloom. Isn't that always a nice day when you you realize like it happened? You don't necessarily yeah. see the process, and all of a sudden one day you're like, oh, it's green. There's leaves. That used to happen to me quite a bit, where I wasn't paying attention and I would just notice the trees are fully bloomed. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think in the last five six years, I've gone out of my way to make sure I notice the uh, transition of the trees going from bare to to fruit yeah, yeah, yeah. bear to fruit <laughs> bear well, to fruit and um yeah man i'm feeling fruitful too as you mentioned that um good, good. we have so much going on sometimes it's just like where do you start with things but yeah we'll get to that um yeah very you played at the show last things. night though how did that go uh the show last night was good um funny week because as you know i threw my back out it slipped out on yeah monday so it was a basically a couple of days of just doing nothing, just really trying to gear myself up to be ready for to, to make the appearance on stage. So it was cool. Right. It was a good show. Uh, Dwayne Morgan, one of his one of his uh, I want to say most famous, but most popular shows for sure. It's definitely not like anything you've ever seen. Next time you got to right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I wanted to check it out. It's just it's such a uh, commute for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, well, can you talk a little bit about the show or no? Nope. Okay, all right, moving on. The show is members only, and uh, you have to be familiar. Uh, check it out on... When it's, is it members only because it's, like, spicy? It's a little spicy, yeah. It's definitely a show for... Uh, adults only? For adults only, and couples. It's a couple show. Oh, so it's a love okay, show. Okay. I don't want to make it sound like something that it might be perceived. It's a love show, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. uh, yeah. He just, he, uh, it's spoken word. If you don't know of Dwayne Morgan, he's a spoken word artist and he puts a interesting twist on these particular pieces for the show. But when, if you remember, I don't know if you, for those who weren't listening when we had him on, he talked about this show specifically where he writes 12 pieces every year, brand new pieces that he's never performed before. And he does them for the first time at this show. And he's been doing this for like 20 years, which is incredible. Because you would, being there, you'd think these are just like part of his regular, maybe the only 12 that he has, but no. No And he's spitting them out like, like he's done it a hundred times. It's a, it's a true gift. It's uh yeah, it's cool. Um, shout out to Omar Lunin, who was the vocalist on the show. If you don't know of Omar Lunin, check him out and his band, The Recipe. They are fantastic. One of the premier groups in Toronto for sure. Powerful. Good show overall. That's dope. That's dope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Uh, what else do we have going on? There's a pileup of things. Well, there is. Can we do a couple of announcements? We might yeah, as go well. ahead. So we have our uh, what are we calling it? Our seminar, our panel. The oh yes, the Black Keys. It's called happening on May 24th at 7:30. That's gonna be a lot of fun. It's virtual. It's free, so anybody listening now could hop on. Um, and we're basically going to be talking with a few industry experts and people who are working in the industry about different ways to monetize your craft and your art as a musician. And we'll probably branch off and open it up to as a creator. So that's going to be a lot of fun, getting some different perspectives from people on how to make this music thing, this creative thing, a full-time um, and some practical ways and tips to do that. So that would be cool. So, yeah, check it out. Don't forget to provide that link. It's uh, You can check it out at blackmusiccanada.com, and there should be a... Uh, We'll make it easy too. Uh, Let's do a link to it. There. Maybe we'll yeah, do like be a link dnaairwaves.com slash black keys, we'll say. Um, and we'll throw that yeah, out yeah. just to make it easy to remember. But just in case you're listening and don't want to uh, check it out, it's uh, Wednesday, May 24th, 7.30 p.m. with a bunch of uh, musical industry guests that will be... I think beneficial. So come check it out. And, and us. Uh, and us, yeah. And us as well. Yeah, we'll be there. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a party. It might It'll not be a party, a party but it's going to be cool. It'll be cool for sure. Um, yeah, so that's beneficial exciting. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit, of, it's a way for us to start to give back some of uh, what we've learned, some of our success, mm-hmm. some of our struggle that we've had to overcome just to be able to share that and hopefully help some other people along wherever they are in the journey. And, and do that so i'm looking forward it's always it's one of my favorite things to be able to do and i look forward to doing a lot more of that sort of thing as time goes yeah, on absolutely so. yeah man that's gonna be that's gonna be fun i you know, so i was listening uh where did i hear i was actually reading something and have you heard about this let me pull it up just so i don't mess it up but sure this soundcloud and merlin thing uh they're stri- they have a deal global deal to bring fan-powered royalties to indie labels have you heard about that no i haven't tell me more oh, it's it pretty interesting yeah pretty cool so not like the i guess our regular streaming model with spotify um yeah. this is they're calling it a user-centric model that's gonna okay. allow or allocate a share of each listener's subscription and advertising revenues but i guess the cool thing is only towards the artists and tracks that they individually listen to so you're oh, okay. So right now, I guess there's a giant pool, a like pool. With the traditional ones. There's a giant pool of money, and everyone gets a percentage. Yeah, where that that's cool if you're Johnny McNobody, mm-hmm. but someone like Drake, who probably garners a lot of you know the streaming and a lot of the um, reason why people even jump into the you know like and he's just an example. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, these bigger sure. artists, I wonder if. That makes like that would make sense in SoundCloud, but when you go over to Spotify, these guys aren't making any money, or they're splitting, you know, the tiniest of royalty shares yeah. because of the pool. And I wonder if that's going to change in the major, like the bigger ones. Probably I wonder, not. Yeah, but a it's a great one. start, and hopefully, other people kind of um, follow suit. But yeah, artists aren't making money off of their actual. St- dreams anymore the recording crazy yeah it's really sad it's almost like a loss leader now or like a marketing tool to other more lucrative ventures like 
touring or merchandising or collaborating with other people or other brands right. to kind of, you know, get the bag. But it's sad that, you know, you can't most, I, I'm sure there's some, I actually know of a couple, but there's, for the most part, a lot of artists don't make any money off of their streaming. It's pennies. That's nuts, man. Blows my mind, really, it's, how they were able to successfully devalue you know, <laughs> people's work so easily. And I get the convenience of it, but like, yeah, someone's got to be making money off of these streams, you know? That's nuts to think about, man. Because when you think back really to is. record sales and some of those yeah. numbers that we were starting to see and people were starting to hit not even that long right. ago, and all of a sudden yeah. just like it plummeted to nothing, like it's not even a it's not even a source of income anymore, of revenue. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. It's laughable. Physical physical sales of uh are are really taking like obviously took a giant plummet, but I've noticed that a lot of people are into buying vinyl. I was now. about to like say vinyl yeah. has made a huge comeback. And I think that probably comprises a majority of physical sales is uh because I don't think anyone's buying classic CDs anymore. Albums have that nostalgic vintage feel. Yeah. And that sound. Some audiophiles, they argue that vint, um, vinyl has superior sound quality, although that can be argued. But Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I recently started a robust uh, vinyl collection myself. Nice, so nice. Hopefully, uh, the, the, there's good, there's obviously pros and cons, because mm -hmm. there's only like four to six songs on a, on a side, and then you got to flip it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but it, it allows for someone to really take in a project for what it is, which is an entire project. You True. know, everything mattered in that person's EP or album. Yeah. Whereas now I can just listen to one song and on Apple Music and then just jump to a completely different artist. And it actually, doesn't it kind of guide you that way anyways? Like recommended? I guess it depends right. on your settings, but that's probably the idea is just to keep you locked into their platform. And that, I guess that goes across the board for any platform. But yeah. yeah, do you think vinyl is gonna make like how how it's getting bigger? Like how far do you think this will go? Or I don't it... think it'll go that far, to be honest. I think there's gonna be a ceiling because um, the convenience of streaming is and the the convenience of being getting access to all of that music is just hard and to yeah. deny. No matter where you are, it's on your phone, it's on your computer. Yeah, you can exactly. just log in. As opposed to, and even for just, even on a performing side, just lugging the gear around that used to have to happen. Right, but exactly. They had little portable vinyls, code. didn't they, for a while? Where you could, like, listen yeah. in your car and things like that. Because I know back in the day when people were listening, well, I guess probably the early days of, like, self-help tapes and things like that. I think there's a period where people were actually listening to those on vinyl. They had, uh, I can't remember the name of this one, but I saw a picture. It's like, it's hilarious to think that you'd be carrying around like a little record player into your car. And <laughs> yeah. Going over bumps no must have been like, oh no, there goes that. Excruciating. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that could ruin the vinyl forever. So I, I get one vinyl on like jazz. Like there's certain genres of music that you're like, yeah, for sure. But they're doing it with newer music too. I haven't listened, but it must be interesting to listen to like, uh, like a 50 cent album on vinyl mm, something like like yeah. the, the genre of music does it does it translate uh so the chronic 2001 definitely does for me oh you have it um of course yeah. you do but, <laughs> 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 but um 
You're now that I think about it, I have actually stayed away from getting too much hip hop vinyls. Okay. Because I'm not scratching and DJing, and I use a different mm. format for that. But in terms of like for DJing, it it might make sense. But Serato is just so again so convenient. You don't have to carry crates to your to your events. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the convenience again is just it's superior to just go with you know streaming not streaming music but using digital files yeah digital but when i'm at home yeah i i, I definitely have more non r&b records than or non hip hop records sorry okay than r&b i'm going to join I you think, on that uh, oh yeah it sounds so much better yeah yeah it's on my it's in my plan actually in our new spot i'm definitely um my grandma left me a old record player and then also some might mm. argue that it might not be the best quality but it's lasted like 50 years so i'm gonna get My it grandpa left me some records oh he got That's records i mean she left started was like, yeah. okay i got some records in there it might not be anything i'm necessarily interested in but right yeah i'm gonna incorporate i was actually thinking about getting the wood refinished to make it look all nice mm. and fancy but we'll see about that yeah, yeah. we'll see but That's yeah dope. vinyl it is um vinyl there was another thing. Who was, you know, we always hear about these lawsuits for sampling. Uh, I was going to actually bring that up. Which one the though? Ed Sheeran. There's Ed a, Sheeran. Okay, there's that one too. So talk about that. And there's another one I heard. So Ed Sheeran. So the Gay family, Marvin Gaye's estate. Um, sorry, no, I know it comes up. I was like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the Marvin Marvin Gaye's estate has gone after a lot of artists that have used samples or even in this case there wasn't a sample and i think in the robin thick case there wasn't a sample but they've like successfully sued yeah, yeah they've wow. sued um a lot of artists for you know basically stealing from their father marvin gay and uh ed sheeran is the latest victim who that's crazy uh, to think though yeah lost i and but when you hear the mashup and it kind of made sense because when i heard the song i was like oh this gives me yeah you, Marvin, you get the Mar Marvin yeah, Gaye. Yeah. you get that vibe but yeah. i didn't think that you could successfully win a lawsuit on a vibe until i heard the mashup and i was like this is a little bit more than a vibe mm -hmm. this is a pretty close carbon copy a lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music, that's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. In terms of just the pace and the rhythm and the actual melody of the song, you can insert Marvin Gaye lyrics in his song and it sounds almost spot on. But, yeah, man. Um, yeah, his his argument, his counter to that was that he didn't. It was created completely organically with another co-writer, and um, yeah, they they won that. They lost that case. Sorry, the Marvin Marvin Gaye family won, mm -hmm. and I think lose. <laughs> he has to give up 
a hundred percent of the royalties for those songs, just like that's Pharrell nuts, did man. for um, what was the Pharrell song? Oh yeah, lost? jeez, I forgot. Blurred lines. Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, the same yeah. deal. And that one. As soon as I heard that one, though, I was like, "This one is exactly like got to give it up." Yeah, that one was a little different because now we're getting into like the yeah, like you said, the vibe, the chord, yeah. the chord progressions, and things like that are. It's you're you're gonna find it in every like no matter what genre you're gonna find similarities. You're gonna you, there's only Especially. so many ways you can um, rearrange chords. Exactly, right, and so. especially in pop music, which is known to take the foundation of previous years and pre uh, other genres yeah. to build on that. Like that, that's pop. Pop is a a popular rendition of you know something I feel yeah. that has already kind of been established over either you know decades ago or yeah. a sound that has been used by other people and they're trying to popularize. And usually, just so I think it was right? unfair. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. simplified. So I think it was unfair or a little That's crazy. It seems harsh. Crazy, for sure. yeah. Seems harsh. Yeah. Extreme. But like when you go after like think about it, they've gone after guys like Pharrell and Ed Sheeran who now has gone on public record saying that he might retire from music as a result of this lawsuit because Oof. I mean, I would be terrified to write music too because we're inspired by these people. That's the thing. It's, and so if you're inspired by them, is it not fair to, you know, use a little bit of that inspiration in your own music? I think that's uh it just seems like the way that we've understood how music works. You, you right, yeah. take a collection of your inspirations and they come out of you. It's, it's uh I don't think anyone sits down and says I want to to sound like this like this is this right. is the sound you know you can't make a sound that well, you're some do right with. especially with well, pop well yeah yeah, yeah. But in this case though because we respect him as a songwriter and absolutely yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. seem like something but what do we know we're not the uh and where does this go like now if like i have a vibe that's like you know a drake vibe is you know is right. Have is you he heard hip hop lately? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Drake has developed you know so many baby Drakes that like it's baby crazy. Baby Drake, that, like, that's funny. You heard it first. Hit. He should be he should be coming after all of these you know all of his sons that are making music that basically sound like renditions of him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you say it like that, his sons, you're thinking like this is a spawn. These are this is his creation, and it's right. his influence that's generating or this this next generation of uh, people who kind of sound like him. Some of them are direct, like trying to use that formula, but sometimes it's just, yeah. this is what I've heard. This is what I'm familiar with. If I went over to, I don't know, Thailand, I couldn't make an authentic copy of one of their songs necessarily without exactly. having heard it and been influenced by it at some point in my life. So it's, uh, it's a slippery slope we're going down, I feel. And I worry that, uh, Language it's going to get right? crazier before it gets better. You know what I mean? Well, now, because this other one I heard, um, it's with 50 Cent, Fat Joe. There's this guy, David Smith, who's mm -hmm. alleging that he has a song from, uh, I think it's early 2000s, but he said his this song is called What You Come For. And he's mm, saying that okay. it was pinched by Terror Squad's Lean Back and 50 Cent's uh, Candy Shop. Really? Yeah. So the, have you heard the original? I listened to it quickly. I just the thing is, I don't know when it came out or anything because this is a lawsuit that's coming out twenty years later from a guy yeah. we've never heard of. So, right, right. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, the Marvin Gaye thing is really different because I mean, this is this, this is his family, and yeah, we know who he is. <laughs> we know the song. 
some right, kind right. of no name dropping that this was his song first starting but maybe this is as reason like the door has been open now by right. these cases there's another example of um just speaking in lines of someone coming out of the blue claiming that they were the original was the notorious big i don't know if you've heard that one but mm. there's a gentleman that basically had that whole persona of notorious big and even had a song similar to juicy that basically became i don't know if that one's true i just heard it on instagram and we all know that okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of fake nonsense on there but yeah, yeah, yeah. i might want to dive into that one deeper because i am curious it was it was a carbon copy of it really was eh? of the juicy track that we had heard but huh. yeah i don't know as if anyone knows please let me know if there's some validity to that rumor as well that's crazy, and speaking man. of big mm-hmm. someone had sent me a um a track, a recent AI-produced Notorious uh, Notorious B.I.G. is basically doing the New York State of Mind song. Okay. And it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Really? Like, it's literally Biggie singing or rapping the New York State of Mind. Perfect. Everything that Nas says, Biggie is saying. And it's nuts. And then the, <laughs> it's so weird. I guess the algorithm saw that I looked for that. I instantly oh. saw a post with Timbaland talking about how he had never got the chance to work with Notorious. So he had created a beat and had AI Notorious B.I.G. Uh, rapping on it. And it sounded pretty interesting. There were some like parts where I'm like, uh, that sounds more like Rick Ross than Biggie Smalls, but okay, it okay. was pretty close. And if this is, you know, Gen 1, 2, or 3, what's the 14th generation going to look like? What's, you know? That's true, man. It's, uh, it's uh, I don't even know how to. AI and music are going to make a very weird um, cross-section, or not cross-section, but rare, very interesting transition into the future of music. And I don't know what it's going to look like, but it, yeah, it seems terrifying. It really I, I think does, what it's man. actually going to do is going to cause the live um, performances mm-hmm. to skyrocket. I think the cost of going to see a live show is going to become a hotter commodity. And it's going to be more expensive to go and see your favorite artists as a result because of the rarity of being, you know, and the the human element. I think there's going to be a price to pay True. if you want to see the human perform real, real. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, I don't know, I'm just speculating, but I think it's going to be interesting. And live shows are going to become a premium ticket item. I hope so. I mean... Yeah, I guess I mean, I you can see already that. see that happening. It's expensive to go to a concert right now. It's expensive, expensive. to eat cereal now. So it's <laughs> yeah, <true>. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Cheerios was yeah, seven dollars. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not good for you, man. I don't even want to go down a rabbit hole that I'm about to, so I should stop myself. But real mm. quick, who started this lie about what breakfast food is? Because you know uh, the food that they're marketing is breakfast food is the worst for you, like. The fiber, to start, fiber, to start your day. Everything, sugar. You know, it's nuts, man. Orange juice that aren't oranges. It's crazy, and this is what we're starting with. It's giving you a hit of sugar to make you feel kind of good. Yeah, man. This is the wrong marketing podcast geniuses. for this talk, but that's okay. Go on your rants. It's all good. Uh, and uh, what's I, interesting about it. you talking about breakfast foods was, you know, all of that was manufactured and marketed by, you know some of the most creative and brilliant people on earth if i'm being honest they're evil but they're 
mm-hmm. really, really smart. And, um, you know, dairy has done an incredible job at ingraining itself into an essential part of, you know, the nutrition or dietary needs of North America. And we now know that that's... Okay, we took a quick pause right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick pause. I don't even know what happened there. It was weird. Yeah, it just fell off. I think we got banned because we're about to exp- expose truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> possible. That's very possible. We were going down a dark we're road just, and they're we're like, going cut right it. There. Yeah, that's enough. This is too much truth. Wow, you guys can talk to cute music thing, but... <laughs> 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 but imagine yeah. the amount of control to be able to influence the minds, like a whole culture of not even just, it's not even like a sect. It's like, this is what is breakfast food, the end. It's nuts. It's nuts. People genuinely believe drinking milk is good for the body. And we had been taught that from babies, from babies. And I always use this hilarious reference, and someone might tell me that I'm wrong, but you watch a baby drink milk, it literally vomits it back up. Like yeah, most so it's of the true. time, and it's our bo- and not only that, it's like most other species. And I know this is a weird argument that some people, but no other species drinks milk of another species for you know development. None. Yeah, yeah, it seems really. Foul, you don't see actually. dogs drinking, you know, from a cow's milk. They'll drink it because they're cow, they're dogs. But you give it to them. But it's, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, man. So it's it's a whole lot, man. We'll have to save that for another podcast. It is a whole lot. Yeah, I'd love to talk yeah. to some like I was health experts. Bring in. Uh, I mean, we know a few. We should actually uh, let's set that up. Let's set something. I know up. a good it's dietitian we could talk to that well, could definitely share some health information because I think it's important. And uh, we we talk about this on many podcasts. Just true. the cross section of health and being a musician, and it's important, you know, to be able to. Yep physically handle the demands of going on tour physically demanding the aspect of just playing on stage all the time you yeah be in pretty yeah. good shape you know food choices while you're on the road if yeah. it's late nights you know once you're up past a certain time and you're getting those spikes of glucose glucose through the day you get those cravings late at night there's a lot that happens in this whole thing so yeah that yeah. would be good maybe some good advice we can give to our our people Let's try and For find sure. someone. If yeah, you know yeah. One, if you know someone, guys, definitely email us. Let us know. Reach out. Reach out. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. I don't even know where we were before that. We, we were talking about um, lawsuits, and I brought up the um, Ed Sheeran and the Marvin Gaye families' like pursuit at stopping anyone that sounds remotely close to their to their um, their iconic relative, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then taking nothing away from his music for sure, but of course, uh, definitely a stretch. But I don't know. I just I feel like we're 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 walking a very tight rope when we start coming after people that sound similar to other artists. You know? Yeah, it seems wild. Because they're setting precedents for other people to come out of the woodwork, like you had mentioned, twenty year from twenty years ago, and just be like, "Hey, that sounds like mine." Yeah, 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 yeah. I did it first. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, man. But hey, money. People chasing money all the time in different ways. Absolutely. Yeah, dirty real quick. Um, real quick. Real, real quick. Gosh. Well, let's not end on that note because that's a little sad. 
No, so never. It's, it's not sad. It's dark. It's the dark reality of the world and human nature. Um, is there any new music you've heard recently that uh, is worth shouting out? Uh, no. That we can talk about? I don't know if we can talk about the one. <laughs> the one? Can we talk about the one guy you sent me? Oh, yeah. You know what? That was dope. I, I don't know the it release date of it, but yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. See if I can Our boy, Joel. 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 Joseph. Joel Joseph had released some uh, some beautiful lo-fi hip-hop tracks. It's like a lo-fi hip-hop jazz fusion, but it's um, real tasty and uh, <laughs> easy oh, on yeah. the ears. It's a great listen. Definitely check it out. I don't know if it's released yet, so we might be talking uh, yeah, I was a trying little to see too if prematurely. There's a, if there's a heads up on the release date, but it is, it's still a pre-release, so look mm. out for that sometime soon. Lo-fi funk, and we'll update with some Joel Joseph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked the first track when uh, when the kids were asleep. I thought that one was my probably my favorite out of all of them. And it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Not actually mine too. It was a good way for him to start it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it hit it hit nice. But the title too, because I'm sure that was literally his day. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A father of many by day, and then when the kids are asleep, he's uh, in the studio <laughs> producing some hits. So that was cool, man. Yeah, it's cool. awesome. My, and you know uh, what? Tell me. Oh, sorry. I thought you were on that. Um, I actually wanted to mention one of the projects that we have coming out um, that mm. we'll be sharing more information on soon is really focusing on showcasing and highlighting. Um, artists, local artists, anyone who's doing their thing up and coming kind of have created a a nice platform where people will be able to go to one place and get a lot of information on some of the hidden gems such as Joel, who you probably haven't heard about and will love the music once you hear it. So that's something, yeah, something to look out for as well. Yeah, absolutely. And if you know of anybody or you think of anyone that deserves a, a platform or somewhere to be heard or seen definitely send them our way we want to do nothing Please, but promote yeah. anybody that's you know trying to pursue this endeavor and we want to kind of help promote and share anything that is uh good doesn't matter if it's hip-hop r&b gospel whatever it is if you guys country, think it's dope we'd love yeah. to hear it country yeah send it our way but yeah, there'll man. be more information is there on any that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say there's no, yeah, there's no real criteria. Just send it. You like it, you hear it, send it. You know them, yeah. send it. And to you, Absolutely. send it. Yeah, yeah, man. Is that all the information we had? I know this is kind of like an information podcast for us today. Just trying to share some things that we have coming up with you guys. Oh, we should talk about the new space because our look's gonna change shortly. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't give any insight on that. What do you want to say about that? I think uh, people will be excited to see video format of the show, like a full video yeah, format. Yeah, that will be cool. We'll be going on well YouTube produced. probably in the next month or two. Exciting new look for YouTube. the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. And uh, I think yeah. it's going to bring an interesting new dynamic to the conversations that we have. I know when oh, we yeah. started this, the in-person conversations were so much better than the Zoom you know, and I think that once yeah, we yeah, get yeah, to sit sure. with people, these um, these more, I don't know what, these they're just more comfortable conversations. It's just you get yeah, a certain yeah, level yeah. of comfort when they're around us and when we're talking to them face-to-face as opposed to the internet. 
True. Much more to get to feel our presence. And yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. So yeah, look out for that, guys. Um, Thanks for always rocking with us. Yes. And uh, yeah, big things ahead. Keep listening. Please. (laughs) Until next time. (laughs) 